Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to talk about a term that came up yesterday, and it prompted a whole lot of questions. Um, if you missed yesterday, an intelligence estimate came out, and it was forecasting the next 20 years or so. One of the key findings was that there's going to be a widening gap between what people expect of their governments, what they want their governments to do and provide, and what governments can or are willing to provide. And then it says that uh, non-state actors will step in to fill the role. And that prompted the questions. Because if you have only heard that term on this channel, that's probably pretty scary. The only times I can think of me using it is in relation to foreign policy and conflict. So it's always been about armed groups. Doesn't have to be, though. It doesn't have to be. A non-state actor is simply a person, organization, or group that is performing a function that is typically seen as the purview of government, that is actually affecting change on the ground, but they're not part of a government. That's what a non-state actor is. They don't have to be armed. It doesn't have to be scary. Most large charities, if they're good at what they do, and they actually succeed in influencing things on the ground, they're non-state actors. To take it to another level and show you how it doesn't have to be scary at all, a whole lot of you are non-state actors. If you go back and think about the onset of the public health issue here. If you participated in those live streams, you helped get medical supplies together that the government couldn't provide and help uh, hospitals get what they needed, you're, you're a non-state actor. You were filling in a function that is typically seen as the purview of government doesn't have to be bad. So, that prompts the next question, though. How do we make sure that we don't get the non-state actors with guns and we get the non-state actors with medical supplies? And, well, that's entirely up to us. How well we organize. How prepared we are. We are moving into a very turbulent couple of decades. And we have to be ready for it. It depends on us, whether or not we're willing to step up and help our communities. I think it would be much better if that's how it went. And I think it's very possible. The, the safest way to do this, the most direct route to make sure that the non-state actors in this country are the ones helping rather than hurting are to make sure we do it ourselves. We can lead ourselves on this. You know your local area's needs better than most. And there are other people who would want to help. You know, we've talked about community networks over and over and over again on this channel. And we're going to do a whole lot more on it. Um, but building that separate power structure that doesn't rely on government to get stuff done, 
that's how you make sure that you don't get the bad non-state actors. You go ahead and fill that vacuum yourself now. That way they don't have a, they don't have a foothold. They don't have a reason to show up. Now, again, this is all based off of an estimate. I think there's a little bit of time to get this stuff in place, but another key element in that estimate is that adaptability is key. That if societies want to move forward and want to really prosper through the next 20 years, they have to be adaptable. Our government in the United States is a pretty unwieldy machine. It's not very adaptable. It means it falls to us. And we can create those decentralized power structures to fill the gaps. We just have to start organizing now. We just have to be ready for it now. So, Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.